0: The border crisis continues and could be a big focus for the midterms. All the latest happenings happen here. Now, back to AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris on News Radio WFLA. And coming up on 625, we're joined now by Aaron Real, our NBC News Radio reporter. And uh, Aaron, you're talking about fraud becoming a bigger problem in these peer-to-peer apps like Venmo and Zelle, and that uh, large banks aren't refunding consumers. What's the deal on this?
1: Yes, this is unfortunate, but Zelle, the popular payment app, it's under fire for how it handles fraud and scams that have really exploded on the platform in recent years. So Senator Elizabeth Warren's office said that an investigation into Zelle, it showed that fraud and theft, they're, they're not only rampant, They're getting much worse. And once people report fraud transactions, banks are reimbursing only a very small fraction of those who are swindled. So long story short, Zelle, it was FinTech World's answer to Venmo and Cash App. These are those apps that make money transferring to your friend who just paid for dinner much easier, free, and fast. It really took off in 2020. That's when digital payments Came on in a big way in response to the pandemic. But Zelle is by far the largest peer to peer payment system in America. Last year, its transactions totaled $490 billion, and that's up 59% from the year before PayPal is in, PayPal's Venmo. The Venmo is owned by PayPal. They're in second place at $230 billion in transactions. But really, it's still size and it's accessibility because it's built right into participating banks' apps. So it makes it a preferred tool for fraudsters and other bad actors. But long story short, banks are not paying, not paying 90% of cases. In which customers are tricked into making payments on the app. And an estimated $440 million is lost to Zelle users through these frauds and scams. And this is as of 2021. And the reason for that is because there's something called authorized and unauthorized transactions. And this is a, under a federal rule known as Regulation E. Banks are technically only liable to cover fraudulent activity when it involves an unauthorized transaction. So say someone steals your credit card and makes a purchase without your permission, that's considered unauthorized. But if someone persuades you to send them $500 through a phishing scam, that is considered authorized, and banks do not need to reimburse you for those funds. Yeah, I've had, uh, I've had instances where I'm trying to sell something online and then all of a sudden someone's trying to tell me to, oh, yeah, let me know your, your Zelle login. And it's like, yeah, that's a little bit sketchy. I'm not giving you my login, nor am I going to, uh, you know, to transact anything with you. You know, I try to do cash only. I mean, yes, I think that's definitely for the best, for sure. Um, it, I mean, listen. Wherever there is money transfer there is going to be some sort of fraudster and, and, and dark character emerge. We we know this, it's just a part of humanity. But I think these regulations were written in nineteen seventy eight, really nineteen seventy eight and, and they haven't gotten a first century, a twenty first century update. And they couldn't have envisioned the electronic payment platforms and apps that, that exist today. So, they, listen, the CFPB, the, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, they have the authority over peer-to-peer platforms, including sales. So they can regulate this if they choose to. And it, it seems like Warren's report on zeal could really add pressure to regulators to update the guidance.
0: I think I prefer going to the bank. Cash.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: Aaron Rayal, our NBC News radio reporter, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.
1: Thanks, Jack.
0: Thank you, Aaron. And it's 628 on AM Tampa Bay.